So what are some of the challenges caused by color of money? Well, stick around and we're gonna talk about that tonight. But first, good evening, Agile Acquisition Enthusiasts. Welcome back to the Underground Digital Tiki Bar. It's Friday night, and that means it's time for another episode of Agile Acquisitions and Alcohol. Cheers. All right, welcome back to another episode. This is part two in our three-part series on color of money. In the first episode, we talked about the different types of appropriations or the actual different colors of money. On tonight's episode, we're gonna talk about the challenges that the different colors and the appropriation laws cause. When you think about the different colors of money, one of the most important things are the availability for obligation. So colors of money are only available for specific periods of time. We mentioned in the first video, uh, O&M money is only available for one year from the date of appropriation to the date in which you have to have it obligated. RDT&E is two years and PDW is three years. Milcom's five years, but we're not gonna worry about that again. So when we're talking about the different lengths of time, this is the challenge. You get the budget, assuming the budget was passed, a lot of times it's not, and we end up in continuing resolution. Continuing resolution means that appropriation law hasn't been passed and they can't actually provide the funding to the different agencies. Once the money is appropriated, it also has to be authorized. Two bills actually have to pass. A lot of people forget about the second one. Both bills have to pass, and then those, that funding gets released to the agencies. If continuing resolution goes into effect, sometimes those bills don't actually get passed until like January. So while under continuing resolution, departments and agencies actually can only spend at the level to which they were appropriated the year before. Generally, this is interpreted as no new starts. No new starts means no new technology, no new ideas can be implemented or initiated until continuing resolution has ended and the appropriation has been released. Well, that means that new programs, agile programs, aren't gonna get kicked off unless they can somehow be tied to a previous year activity. So now, let's say what's been fairly common is the continuing resolution goes until January and we finally get the appropriation released. Well, now you've missed out on a good portion of the year to actually execute those funds. Once the money's released and you can actually proceed in or pursue executing those dollars, you have a constrained time frame. Government acquisitions take a long time and we end up bumping up against the end of the fiscal year. Well, for that one-year money or the second year of that two-year money for RDT&E, you have to get it on contract, obligated by September 29th in order, or September 30th, technically, in order to execute those funds. And a lot of government uh, acquisition offices will actually shut down the period for new acquisitions to start and for the date, the last date on which they can execute those funds to like September 15th, sometimes well before that, because the contracting offices need to have time to execute those funds on existing contracts in order to get it obligated, because if they don't spend it, they might lose it in the following year. So what does that mean? Well, it means that they're gonna end up spending the money on things like sustainment contracts or buying laptops or other hardware that maybe they could use, but wasn't actually as essential as implementing a new capability or a new technology but they didn't have any choice because they didn't have time. 
So having appropriations with a fixed period of time, which they have to be obligated, causes major challenges for program offices and for acquisition offices to be innovative. If you check out the DIB swap study on appropriation, they have recommendations to address these challenges to align the funding more towards the way agile development contracts are executed. If you think about the idea of an innovative solution, then one, you're never gonna necessarily get to sustainment, as I mentioned previously. So the idea of O&M dollars, which tend to be more readily available, becomes less relevant, a little bit more muddy, if you will. The RDT and E money is a little less available, but available for a longer period of time. So the idea is if you could come up with an appropriation that would address the timing issue, you might have something really valuable there. And that's what we're gonna to touch on in the next episode. But right now we're talking about challenges, right? So here's the major challenge. I talked about RDT and E money being a little bit less available. Well, the actual budget that, that informs, I know this is confusing, stay with me. The actual budget that informs and provides for the appropriation generally starts a couple years in advance. So uh, RDT&E often has to go through about a two-year period of review and approval before it makes it into the proposed budget, which is the year before the budget is actually approved. So potentially three years before the RDT&E money is released to the agency is when somebody way back here had to have that innovative idea. How innovative were you three years ago compared to what the options of uh, technology you're looking at today. Uh, great analogy is always a cell phone. Look at the cell phone three years ago. If you were planning to build in certain apps or capabilities, would you have even thought about it? So that's a major challenge. So having this ability to allow funding to last longer or to have uh, appropriations specifically set aside for undefined innovation these are the ideas that we're gonna start talking about in the next episode, uh, would solve the major challenges. You have to get around the appropriation laws. You have to have the bona fide need of obligating it in the time that it was intended, and you can't violate the Anti-Deficiency Act, which means you can't spend money you don't have. So you have to be able to align those two things. It's critically important. So I know that was a lot of bad news. I'm sorry about that. So come back next week and we're gonna talk about the innovative ideas that are gonna to try to fix some of these challenges and get the money in the hands of innovators so new ideas can be pushed through. So there you have it. I hope that was informative. I know it wasn't fun, but I hope it was informative. Remember to subscribe, give me a thumbs up and hit that notification button so you can find out when that third episode posts next week and you can hear about the innovation ideas that are coming to you. And until next week, cheers. <laughs>